How do we get these things kicked off? Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code STACK, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter, or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Hello Stackers, this is Rit, the DM for Stack of Dice, and as we approach our summer fair, we're going to do some different things this summer, and we're going to start one of them now, and that is we are going to record us playing through at least some of, if not much of, we'll see, the Curse of Strahd campaign that is part of the published D&D books or whatever. And so Thane is actually going to run us through this campaign, and Meredith and I are playing as characters, so it's going to be a lot of fun to see how that goes, but buckle yourselves in, it's going to be fun, and let's get started. What's up, stackers? I'm Thane, your DM and host for uh, <laughs> the, um, the next couple of episodes that we'll be doing over this summer. Like my dad said, we're going to be doing the Curse of Strahd campaign. I got this as a Christmas gift for him a bit ago. Uh, just, just last year, right? Yeah, yeah just yeah. past Christmas. Yeah, just past Christmas, I got this for him and then realized that there was really nobody for him to play it with. So I just, just, <laughs> I just decided, you great know. Great gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Takes some great space on your bookshelf. Yeah, it's great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But I'm anyway, yeah. so I just thought seeing as I'm back for the summer, that I might as well do this to keep my Dungeons and Dragons skills sharp. And so that we can actually use this thing. Sharp as a four-sided die. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Pointier the better. But yeah, so we got the, the the big old kit, the one with like the coffin-shaped box with all the extra handouts, stuff like that. Super cool. Super excited to give this a go. So let's let's jump right in. Let's go ahead and introduce our characters. Yeah, we have my mom. Ah, Meredith as Anna Zorovna. So uh, new character for me. Hopefully, I'll do her do her well. Um, I try to do something different from Tira. To stretch myself a little bit. Anna is a paladin. And I don't know much about what all that's going to entail. But I guess I'll learn as I go. She's also She has an acolyte background. She is human. So uh, basically the opposite of Tira in most respects. <laughs> Still a melee character though. Still, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mostly melee. melee. Another great weapon. Yeah. I do have... Uh, I have two melee weapons and one ranged, uh, along with the sharpshooter feature. So the idea is that she will be useful in ranged attacks, which Tira generally is not. Mm-hmm. She has the the light hammer, but it's so ineffective. You know, it's not really worth. You notice I almost never bring that out. So. I remember um, maybe once or twice where you tried it and then just gave up. Right. Well, there was that one time when we were fighting the cloaker and I just left it in its fleshy body when I, cause I hit it with, I hit the cloaker with it and that did it in after we'd fought it for like an hour. So <laughs> it wasn't like it was a particularly powerful light hammer hit, but I just left that one there. So now I was down to one. 
I did use the light hammer in a, in a recent fight and almost lost it because I missed. <laughs> so, Thankfully, Farron was on yeah. the quick on the draw. And Farron she, picked it or told, yeah, she, Farron picked it up for yep, me. Yep. She's like our equipment. She's like our roadie <laughs> because she picked up my light hammer for me when I, you know, threw it off into the shadows and she reminded Bash to get his spoon, but we're getting off topic. Sorry. Anyway, should I go over some of this stuff? Are we doing? I don't know. What do you think, Dave? Just give us a good cursory overview of your character, just highlights, basically. She is a devotee of the god Ogma and comes from that temple, uh, but has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder, and we'll get into the reasons for that later, but has a little something to prove, is on a bit of a mission, a bit of a personal mission, which we'll hopefully weave into the story here. So I'm excited to give this one a try. Yeah. All right. What about you, Dad? I'm playing Razvan Zorievich. We all have the same last name. Uh, he is a cleric of Kelimvor, the god of death. Mm. And so he is a grave domain cleric. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing him. He's uh, had a lot of loss in his life and maybe some dark secrets. I don't know. We'll have to see where this all goes. But yeah, I've never played a grave domain. In fact, I don't think I've ever played a cleric before. They're fun. I mean, I well, I switched to Paladin fairly early on, but you know. Yeah, they're so they're fun. fun. I, I ran as fast as I could. I think you got up to, what, three or two? Yeah, he's, he, two, he multi-classed think. to Paladin. Isn't that level three when you get to do that? Well, you can do it any time. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure it was three. Two or three. You, I got to one at of those. three, I yeah, think. At, at when, you, when you went from two to three, yeah, that's you when hit I took Paladin. Paladin. Yeah. And so you only ever stayed a level two cleric. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, clerics are fun. Yeah, cool. Alrighty. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. We'll just kind of see what you have to start us with, and we will play from there. So, yes. Um, basically, the way we're going to kick this thing off is your characters, either together or separately, I, I, you know, doesn't much matter, I don't think, but whatever makes sense to you guys, have both been given reasons to come to the mysterious land of Barovia. What would that reason be um well in anna's case since i hinted at it a second ago and look here already is an opportunity to give a little bit of that backstory as i said she is a devotee of the uh to the temple of the god ogma however at her uh, home temple base temple uh she has actually been banned as a heretic wrongfully in her own opinion, she unearthed something that the power-hungry hierarchy did not want unearthed. So yes, this, this forbidden knowledge that she unearthed is deemed dangerous by the uh, corrupt hierarchy power structure of this temple. Things have kind of gotten more political than religious lately. And so um, she was, in order to cover their own tracks and hopefully stop her from spreading this information, she was banned as a heretic. So she was forced to leave her home temple in search of other people who will be willing to listen. And that somehow brought her to Barovia? She's traveling. Okay. Dad? I lived in a remote house with my family as a child. And then one night, some wolf men broke into the house and my mother was able to save me. Um, She thrust something into my hands 
and pushed me out the door. And I was terrified, of course, but I, I ran as fast as I could through the woods. There was this heavy mist everywhere. The last thing I remember hearing was the howl of the wolves behind me in the darkness. And I ran and ran and ran, got to a city where, knowing nobody, I quickly fell in with a gang of criminals and had to basically find my way. And so I did a lot of confidence scamming, luring people into a false sense of security and then taking them for whatever money I could. But all the time I kept thinking, you know, this doesn't feel right. This isn't something that I, I think I should be doing. And eventually the syndicate was broken up by the police. And so I fled again. This time I managed to escape. I, I took with me that thing that my mother had pressed into my hands. It was a, a wooden box. And so I fled once more and found my way this time to a remote temple. And it happened to be a temple in a cemetery on some mountainside terrace. And there, you know, I finally found a place where I could stop worrying and stop thinking about my past and focus on turning that anger, that energy, to something more constructive. And as time passed, I began to lose the fear of my memories of that night and quickly began to intensify the, uh, the anger that I felt into a driving purpose to find who was responsible for the death of my family. And of course, uh, in the training that I went through at this temple, I was able to come across some things that seemed to point to this location of Barovia as a likely place where these werewolves would have come from. Et voilà. Okay. Welcome to the Stacker Dice Curse of Strahd Summertime Good Time Fun Campaign. <laughs> Well, Dad, you've been on the road, I assume, towards where they've said Barovia is. Mom, you too. But mostly just wandering. It's a gray day, closer towards the evening. Um, if you've seen like any of the, the later Harry Potter movies where everything is just depressing, it's one of those kind of days where it's daytime. But it's really dark, really cloudy. The wind is blowing around. You guys have happened to be travelers on the same road. Um, kind of just minding your own business, really. Um, I don't know if you guys are walking or riding on anything. or I'm walking. Yeah, yeah just moving along. Yeah, I've seen her up ahead. Yeah. You know, about 100 yards up ahead and... No real inclination to catch up. You know. Yeah, and mom, I'd say you notice that you're not the only one on this road, but it's just, just regular yeah, type travel. Just regular travel. You guys have been moving on for some time. When it almost just comes out of nowhere, that suddenly fog starts to produce itself around you guys. Ooh, that's not good. <coughs> what is this? You're choking on the. Fog? Yes. Okay. I'm starting to actually remember. Starting to remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it almost gets to the point where you can't even see mom up ahead. After a bit of traveling, the fog even gets so dense, so thick, that you practically can't even see your own feet beneath you I'm as you're walking. I'm actually going to call out 
Up ahead, I'm very sorry. I don't know you. You don't know me, but may I walk with you? I I can't see any better from my position. No, it's not about that. I, I, I just think it would be better if we stayed together. Who are you? I'm sorry. My name is Razvan, and I'm, I'm picking up the pace to close the gap a little bit. Mm. I'm a cleric. A cleric of what temple? A Kelimvor. You would know, basically, that mm. who that is. Relax your shoulders a little bit, but still kind of squinting to get the first sight of his form coming through the fog. Yeah, I'm two feet away from you. Yeah, you basically, <laughs> yeah, at, at this point, you basically don't see him until he's within arm's reach of you. Uh, I'm which, actually almost, I, I see myself actually passing by you first. <laughs> <laughs> not, oh, though, not, there she yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of a, a jump there as you guys both suddenly realize ah. that oh. you're right uh, there. I'm, I understand this is very awkward, but I had a bad experience as a child in something like this, and I... I just think it's better if we stay together. All right. De-splitting the party. Very well done. <laughs> Unifying the party. Wahoo. Doing the one thing that everyone should do. I suppose that you guys are now traveling along together. More just kind of an awkward acquaintance. Yeah. Yes. She's going to let him be about a step ahead okay. know, so, that so that she can see him. Well, I... Do you want to ask, I mean, if our paths need to diverge, that's certainly fine, but um, where are you headed? Okay, question. Ma'am. Am I purposefully on my way to Barovia? Are, is, I'm, are you? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Is this fog going to accidentally take us into this other realm? Do we is know Barovia how to find it? Yeah. Like, Do you guys know how to find Barovia? Yeah. Yeah. No one does. Okay. So we've, okay, so we've, I'm not on my way purposefully to Barovia. We're just going to get taken. There. Yeah, I, you just you just said that you were out and about, right? So you just happened. Right. Got it. I didn't want to say oh, I'm on my way to Barovia. If you're like, no, no, you're not. Fate <laughs> you're not has, trying to go there. Fate has tingled your threads. Got it. I wouldn't say I had a particular destination specifically in mind, but I am in search of kindred spirits. No, oh, I give a little. Flash your quick charming yeah, smile. <laughs> yeah, I, I do a charming smile. Well, I'm actually looking for information of, about how to find a place. I guess I'm on my way to a school to see if I can find some more information that might get me there. I think I have a half day to get there, something like that. Where is this school? What town is it in? Juniper. Juniper. When I've heard of Juniper. No, I haven't. Okay. I just your your suspicious voice. Well, that's part. That's one of my. One of my little traits here. What town would this <laughs> library be in? Juniper. I've not heard of that place, but perhaps I can find people who will listen there. Listen to what? Never you mind. Oh, okay. No, no, not trying to pry. Well, uh, shall we be off? I thought we were already. I we, just. Did we stop to talk or were we just walking as uh, we talked? I, okay. I don't know. I just realized, Dad, you're trying to find the library. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys miss me that bad? We did. Yeah, oh. we do. Okay. Well, anyway, that little conversation having ended, I suppose the two of you more or less walk along in kind of stiff, awkwardish silence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I absolutely feel it. Um, I, I try and lighten it with some casual banter. I, I've got a little more comfort mm -hmm. with that. And so, uh, but I, I do say, 
Boy, it, it sure is getting hard to see. I Well, it's been a long time since I've seen fog like this. With the fog this thick and, and the atmosphere as it is, it's basically riding on an elevator with a stranger with where the lights have just gone out. Oof. Okay. Uh, well... It's awkward, but it's should, also kind of unsettling. Should we stop? I, I'd hate to get turned around or take a wrong fork on the road or something. Maybe if we just sit down for a bit? You say that, and then the fog begins to melt away. Oh. Well, we seem to be coming out of it. Do you give up this easily everywhere you go? I give you that grin again. No, no. Just don't want to take the wrong way. Fingers of fog drag themselves away to reveal you're basically at the crest of a hill that leads down into a sweeping valley. The beauty is striking. The sun is actually shining, shining into this valley that's hedged in by massive distant purple mountains. Down in the valley, you can see roughly three main uh, towns, villages mostly. You know, just you see the the little fingers of smoke rising up into into the air. Strange. I don't remember anything like this on my maps. Far on one of the mountains, you can see this majestically huge castle with spires and towers and it's it's magnificent and yet at the same time this entire scenery is marred by this bleak uneasiness the sun is shining the grass is waving in a gentle wind but there's a slight chill to it everything just seems kind of pale with the sun on your faces even even so you just kind of feel a bit cold There's a lifelessness to everything. The mountains that are distant and purple are also just foreboding and menacing. And overall, you just kind of feel like you're in a very cold, empty room. Is this not Juniper? I don't think so. Have you never been? No, I've never been. Well, then how do you know this is not it? Well, I studied some maps. This does not look like any of the topography that I saw on the map. Uh, I mean, I didn't see any valleys. It was supposed to be pretty much plain Hmm. land. Uh, Nothing about mountains that I remember. Perhaps we did take an unfortuitous fork in the road without realizing it. Should we double back? I turn around and look the way we came from. You turn... Yes. Uh, You turn turn around. (laughs) (laughs) You turn around and there lies behind you almost tangible a wall of fog and while it's just sitting there it's not moving you don't see shapes in or anything and yet for whatever reason just the sight of it puts you on edge you don't want to go back into that fog Uh, i thought the fog had lifted um yeah this is strange i i hesitantly reach my hand toward it but feel almost like a pulse or something underhand it's it's less like a force outside is acting on you and more like internally you just really do not want to go in there or have anything to do with that but as i reach forward i my hand falters on its own and i i pull back i shift the box at my belt a little bit just wanting to feel the the grain of the wood under my fingertips and yeah 
a little shudder goes through me. I don't think we can go back. This is strange. I agree. I don't believe it would be wise to re-enter that fog. She's got a little bit of... She's trying to hide... Uh, trying to play off the uneasiness she feels herself as as being knowledgeable about it, about the road. Well, I believe our, our best option would be to continue down the valley to one of these villages. How about the nearest one? That one looks promising. That makes sense. Yes, let, let us head for this nearer village. Do we see uh, any temple spires or... If at this distance, it's difficult to tell. From where you guys are, all the towns are just collections of buildings. It's it's more just like dark clusters. I see. Um, more noticeable by the smoke rising from them than from, from like chimneys and stuff than from the actual. Oh, okay, I was going to say smoke or fog. It's smoke from the chimneys. You saying? Yeah. Gotcha. All right, so we're just going to head to the nearest one. I'm guessing we're on something of a slope where it's... Yeah, like I said, you've just crested a hill Mm -hmm. and basically it leads down into this valley. You begin going down. This is just a simple footpath that that you can see that winds down and eventually goes into one of the villages. As you're going along, you do see a bit off the path, there's an old house. Uh, Just on its own, uh, roughly three, four stories tall, including an attic. And as you guys are going along, you see, just standing right by the side of the road, two children. Come and play, Danny. (laughs) Hello, children. It's a young girl and an even younger little boy. The boy has a little uh, stuffed animal, a little floppy stuffed animal tucked in his arm. They're just standing there, and when when they see you coming, they begin to come towards you, and the... um, let me see here. The little the little boy, he's just kind of whimpering. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. The girl begins by shushing him, and she says, there's, there's, there's a monster in our house. She points at the tall house behind them. Yeah. A monster? Yes, there, there is a monster in, in, in the house. What sort of monster? I cannot describe it. it, it our, our parents, they're in there. Okay, Your stay parents here. are in there with the monster? Yes. Stay here. I'm going in. I'm right behind you. Take off toward the house. Yeah, uh, the the kid the kids are, are staying outside. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you you guys out the great yeah. sword as I go. So you're Scottish? No, oh. I'm just saying it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hedge that runs around the house and a gate. As you both get to the gate, you kind of pause. And as you look around, you realize that this fog that was back over at the hill has now come out of nowhere and basically encircles you and the house. The children are gone. You don't know where they are. Oh, great. They're out of sight. I am going to take a moment. I, again, reach down and touch the box at my belt, whisper a quick prayer, and my senses begin to almost wave out of me. My senses are tingling. Yep. And I'm going to use Eyes of the Grave. What's that do? I have the ability to sense the presence of the undead 
As an action, I open my awareness to magically detect undead until the end of my next turn. I know the location of any undead within 60 feet that isn't behind total cover and that isn't protected by divination. It doesn't tell me anything about their capabilities or identity, just whether or not some yeah. something is present. Okay. Well, I can save mine then, because I have a very similar... Yeah, divine sense. Divine sense, yeah. yeah. We'll just trade off <laughs> yeah, so we exactly. don't waste, don't waste yeah. all of so our... So you have, uh, I have a total four. of four uses, mm-hmm. and I have a total of four uses of mine. So yeah. we've got... <laughs> we'll just stagger them. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> all right, what does he sense? Nothing. Nothing at all? Well, because they're, they're inside the house. I just thought I would try and get a sense of anything unsettling, but I think the there's fog is a, enough. There's not a range or anything? Within 60 feet. Yeah. Are we more but than it said, 60 No, it feet? says... Uh, Anything that's not behind full cover. Right. That isn't behind total cover. And if they're inside the house, that's total cover. Fine. So, just standing here at the gate, there's nothing to be seen. We would have to go back through the fog in order to retreat, Mm -hmm. which we don't want to do. Which is a very Mm -hmm. undesirable uh, notion in your guys' mind. All right. I'm going to describe the the house really quickly. It's, It's a tall brick row house that has definitely seen better days it looks very very old its windows are dark and has a graded portico on the ground floor the rusted gate is slightly ajar you know their windows uh and doors are just very old there are a couple that are boarded up but that's the house that you're looking at i take a quick look at the gate does it look like it's been moved anytime soon okay i don't have a good feeling about this Oh, and for the listeners, I said no. I shook my head. <laughs> I have a feeling we've been trapped. I agree. I believe we must go into the house. I'm certainly not going back into that fog. Neither am I. So with her great sword at the ready and eyes squinted against the gloom, she heads in. The... Still silent air is pierced by the shriek of the rusted gate as you push it open. It's a simple lawn, overgrown, punctured with weeds. There's a little gravel footpath that leads right up to the door. I put my foot on the first step. You said there was a portico, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have put your foot on the first step of the portico. Okay. I'm actually going to push left of where she is, so I'm going to step up on the porch also but left of where you are, trying to stay away from windows and doors. Okay. That's my criminal instincts here yeah. <laughs> kicking in. And, and um, as you guys have been looking at this house, there doesn't seem to be any signs of movement within the windows that you can see through. Most of them are covered by drapes, and what few are able to be seen through, there's nothing going on. I don't understand. Is the, is the front door open or closed? The front door is closed. I think we need to do something here if we're going to have any chance of getting back out. I agree. And she reaches her hand out for the doorknob or handle, whatever it is. I've edged a little bit closer to her in case something happens so that I'm ready to react also. Understood. So you put your hand on the handle and the... (laughs) Can't write. (laughs) It turns easily. The doorknob. The doorknob, whatever. The door... Opens with a little bit of effort, but it swings inward slowly, very creakily. And inside, there's a little entrance mm-hmm. uh, hall mm-hmm. that lies within. And it is, it's dark. There are no lights on. 
the room lies before you okay. to enter. What does the entrance hall look like? It's a foyer. It's just a plain empty room. There's a rug on the floor. Um, but f- looking at it from outside the door, you're not able to see much else from that. There's a set of doors at the far end of it that leads further into the house. Are there stairs? Not in this room, no. So the only doors out of here are at the far end? Yes, sir. And it's only it's a couple yards. It's, it's not a very big room. It's just a little entrance foyer. Okay. I see. What I'll do, I, I lean into Whisper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open the door. You stand ready. All right. I, I signal with my fingers. Three, two, one. Whip open the door. So you're, you're going into the yeah, foyer? To, to, yeah, yeah okay. to, get the op- to open the next door. So you, you, you know, I, I suppose... Sorry, I thought you guys were standing out in the entrance, like at the like front I, door. Oh, We've opened gone in. the door. Okay, so you've and, like, gone in. Oh, in. sorry. So you've gone into the foyer. There's mm-hmm. the rug, and on the wall to your guys' right, there's a, a yeah. she, there's a coat of arms. Okay, all right. Let oh. me stop first. I sorry take about a quick, that. I want to take a quick look at the rug. Okay, it's a very Eastern styled rug. Uh-huh. Um, intricate pattern. It's threadbare and it's worn from several years of. Use and then even more years of disuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but otherwise, there's, no, there's nothing to remark there. Just very intricate patterns yeah. uh, and excellent craftsmanship. But on the wall, yeah, the to your right, wall. which is to the south, this door, this house faces west. The front door faces the west. And so you're looking at the south wall, which is to your right. Okay. And there is a coat of arms, a shield. Uh, with a it's a red field with a golden windmill on it. That's hmm. that's all it is. And flanked, flanking it are portraits of probably notable members of this family. I tuck away the red field with the golden windmill on it in my mind. Okay, yeah, I was about to say it's it's a pretty big thing that's yeah, like no, fixed I'm, to the wall. <laughs> I, I just stand for a moment, take a, a good look at it, and file that away. Okay, but there are there are mahogany double doors at the end of this foyer that presumably lead to the rest of the house okay i'll go to the double doors i'll open the left one if you can be ready you open the left door and as soon as it's open i will jump through okay all right i stand there is it just a regular doorknob yeah okay i grab the doorknob and i signal to anna we haven't even actually introduced ourselves yet well you introduced yourself you introduced yourself okay okay i i signal three two one, pull the door open as quickly as I can. There's a loud bang as you open the door. And, and I jump forward. You jump forward into the main hall. The main hall? The main <laughs> hall of the house. This goes from the left side of the house all the way to the right. At the far right side, there's a spiral staircase that goes up to the next floor. Um, and there are a couple of doors leading off to other rooms here. There's a door directly across the hall from you guys. And then down the hall to your right, there's another door to the right if you're facing down the hall. Okay. And one more door on the left. So two doors on... So it, Sorry. You come to the main hall. You're looking down towards the spiral staircase at the end of it. Two doors on the left, one door on the right that you guys haven't gone through. Those are the only doors? Only doors. And a spiral staircase all to the right. And a spiral staircase only to the right. And again, this is dark and unlit. There is no. There Maybe is. Light a torch or yeah, um, uh, it is very dark in here, and none of you guys have dark vision because you're playing as actual, actual good, people. as actual races. Yeah, I'm uh, going to use thaumaturgy and basically make a light appear on my hand, so my hand is kind of like a torch. Okay, and it lights up the room, and it is. This is well kept. 
it's not in disrepair. Okay. It's, you know, you don't have like floorboards broken or cobwebs and stuff like that. Like everything is clean, is clean and swept, but there's just nobody. Okay. There's no life in here. How odd. From the foyer, I expected this to be a thoroughly abandoned house. I think I mis-explained uh, the foyer. Like, it's it's also in good shape. Um, <laughs> so the exterior sorry. of the house looks decrepit. The yes. interior looks better. Yeah. Okay. It looks like whoever lived here has been keeping good care of it, but is, like, on vacation or something. Okay. How odd. <laughs> From the exterior of this house, I expected to find it thoroughly abandoned. But it appears that there's at least a caretaker. Sounds right. It looks like it's been tended to somewhat. Why don't hmm. we head down towards the staircase? I believe I see doors at the end of this hallway. I will say there's there's a bit more description here. Oh, okay. Um, it's wood paneled walls, and there's like sculptures of vines and flowers and nymphs and satyrs all along the walls uh, along the paneling. There's a black marble fireplace actually right behind you guys on the left side of the hall. So, like I said, this... Behind us is the door we jumped okay, through. Okay, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm describing it as you're, like, looking down the hall. I see. So, as we jumped to the door and then went yeah, to look yeah. that way down the hallway toward the staircase, behind us and to the left, as yeah. we came in the door, was a fireplace. Yeah, a, a black marble fireplace. And if you look on there, there is actually a long sword placed on top of the mantelpiece. Mm. And... Uh, worked onto the pommel is the same crest of the windmill. the windmill. I will take a quick step over there just to examine the fireplace. I do note the sword. There is no wood in the fireplace, uh, there, and there's no ashes or anything. It's completely empty. I poke my head inside and look up the chimney just to make sure. Does it appear to be clear? Yep. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Just curious. That's all. And also as you, because you're definitely having to like brace yourself against the fireplace and, and even like maybe poke your hands up through the chimney or to stabilize yourself. No soot, nothing. Huh. This is clean. Look, and I hold my hand up. Either this is the best caretaker uh, I have ever come across to scrub the walls of the fireplace even so, or there's something very, very odd indeed going on in this house. Yeah, I have a strange feeling here. And I will also say that, among it all, you guys are the only sources of sound that you've been able to pinpoint in this house at all. There is absolutely nothing making any noise at all in this house. There's like, you know, no ambient sound, mm -hmm. no... Houses, uh, house settling sounds, yeah, wind yeah. creaking through. Not, no not, sounds from outside. No sounds from outside, no movement, nothing. Okay. It is like blankets are being pressed upon your ears. It's mm -hmm. almost like... Uh, I, I seem to remember re hearing somewhere that in the quietest room in the world, you can hear your own pulse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're kind of getting that effect. Yeah. Almost. Oof. That's a very nice looking sword, but it's not mine. So I think I'll just leave it there. Hmm. Good call. It was just a normal long sword. <laughs> okay. Oh. Thanks, I, I narrator. It's just a normal long sword. <laughs> there is no magical properties to this at all. <laughs> I see. Well, I say we head toward that staircase. Yeah, I, I do feel like looking in the doors real quick just to make sure. I mean, if, if there's somebody in here, which is starting to feel more and more doubtful, I want to be sure we're not passing them up. How many doors do you see on the left there? I see two doors. Two doors on the left, one door on the right that you guys haven't gone through. Barring, so basically yeah, barring the, the door that you guys door. came through. Right. 
I see two on our left. Why don't we start with the left? So the door basically right across from where you guys came yep. in. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you are, you're going to pop open that door? Yeah, same thing. It's all right. Three, two, one. Breach, breach, breach. You open the door suddenly. Is, is it going to be as loud or maybe even a little We're not quiet? trying to be shock and awe here, but yeah. just, right. just to, if anything's in there, we want to try and surprise it. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. It's almost painful how loud you guys acting I grit my teeth sounds in this house mm-hmm. you know it's almost like you're in a room full of sleeping people and you're really trying yeah. not to wake them up you open this door gritting your teeth as you do so and in this room this is clearly the dining room of the house there is a there's a table uh, that runs the length of the room and there is two chairs on the end and three on each side it's a carved mahogany table with a fantastically fancy silverware and crystalware and it's it's all polished to a dazzling shine um that seems very strange this is just getting odder and odder by the moment there's another fireplace on the left side of this room with a framed painting over it of like an alpine veil very similar to the view you guys got uh coming into Mm. this valley it's another paneled room it's got Images of, like, deer among the trees. Perhaps a hunting family. There are red silk drapes over the windows. There's a tapestry um, depicting hunting dogs and mouse, uh, hunt, uh, mouse, horse-mounted aristocrats. Clearly a hunting family. This is just hanging from the south wall, so right side of the, yep. the room. I don't see anything. Why don't we try the next one? Yes, I agree. Perhaps we don't need to jump in quite so animatedly each time. Yeah, okay, but I will still open the door so that you have your hands free. Sounds fine. All right, next door on the left. Okay. And this is the time we walk in there, and there's yeah. 18 bogeys in there. Hi! <laughs> um, and that's the kitchen. It's, you've, you've got... Makes sense. You know, you've got a table in the middle... It's kept in tidy order. Dishware, cookware, utensils, all that stuff is placed where it ought to be on, on shelves and on um, in cupboards. So there's a work table in the middle with a cutting board and uh, rolling pins. Everything that would be in a kitchen is where it ought to be. No, no scraps of food, no nothing. Um, I want to take a quick look through the kitchen and see if there is any food to be found, maybe a pantry. Um, give me one second. Okay, so yeah, there is a pantry in the back of the kitchen. This is another door that leads into a very small room where all the food is kept. And it all looks fresh. Okay. I'm not liking this at all. I do not understand this. Why haven't we encountered anyone yet? Well, there's more doors and there's a staircase. Because I've been hiding steps at a dark figure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why we haven't encountered anyone yet. This house is clearly being taken care of her, um... Meticulously. Yes. Her, uh... Her confident exterior is starting to crack. Uh, the unsettling... It's just, it's just... It's becoming more and more unsettling to her that this house should appear so well attended and they haven't met anyone else in the building yet and also the pressing silence. Mm-hmm. So she's starting to get far. She's losing her ability to appear self-assured. 
and not at all freaked out. There is one more door to yes. a room that you guys have not checked out yet. Yeah, on the right-hand right. side of the hall before yeah. the staircase. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. All right, she is going to stride confidently, well, purposefully, I'll say purposefully. Swagger on over there. No, 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 no. <laughs> She's just going to walk purposefully across the room and just open the door. You open the door and you practically fall over from the shock. There are three wolves standing in here. Naturally. <laughs> ah! And she pulls her sword out to like hold it up because she didn't have it out then. And 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 like a, a cry, obviously, of uh, surprise and shock. Wolves! Wolves! And that's where we're going to cut oh for today. Okay. Oh boy. Well, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for running this first part of the Curse of Strahd campaign. I am really trying to do a good job of like wrapping up suspense and yeah. make it. Yeah. Do you want to award XP or anything? Or? Do we have any? For the, it's for, all yeah, for, yeah, for, for okay. this yeah. little introduction dungeon, you guys are going to, if you guys make it to the end and get out, you should come out of this house level three. Okay. Wow. But, uh, you haven't reached the milestone to okay. get to level two yet, so no, no we're just going to leave it as it All is. Right. There really wasn't a whole lot to award experience for, I don't think. Like, no, there's, a, no. there's a little bit of role-playing, but yeah. really just... Exploring and stuff. Yeah. Well, Stackers, this is, again, the beginning of a series that we're going to do throughout the summer of playing through the Curse of Strahd campaign. We're off to, I think, a good start as we begin exploring this very strange house. And, uh, you know, kids standing in the roadway holding stuffed animals is always a great way to start an adventure. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see where this takes us. And thanks again, Thane, for running it. Thanks for playing Meredith. And we'll see where this all takes us next time right here at Stack of Dice. Yes. I went ahead and started recording just so we have table talk okay, yeah. to work with if you want bloopers for all the stupid stuff that I say. Are you also native to Barovia? Yes. Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> you guys aren't supposed to be natives. Oh, oh sorry. Well, I'm not native. I, mean, I, uh, I mean, was I transferred could... to my temple from nearby... I Derovia. Could, you know, Derovia. <laughs> <laughs>